Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Go on, man. What did you want to talk about uh, today? How are you, bro? So... Yeah, like basically that, right? I've been listening. I mean, uh, this was before you, so I'm not copying you with Alex or most because I also listen to him quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like this question that he has, like what are the beliefs that I hold that are probably false, right? So I kind of want to maybe hear a bit about your experience because you've talked a bit about how you were stuck at 1K at a point where you were doing coaching, maybe even below that. And then you exploded. Like it was crazy. So I really believe that people that make more, more money than I do know something I don't, and it's all based on beliefs. So I want to know how to uncover those beliefs that I need to adopt and get rid of the limiting ones. So what do you think? That's a really good question. This is super valuable for everyone listening. So what Santi is talking about when he's mentioning this guy, Alex Hamozzi, he's the author of this this purple book behind me, Alex Hamozzi, and he's worth like over a hundred million. And his advice is so good. And he talks about that if you're not successful, it's because you only lack three things, beliefs, traits, and skills. And for a lot of people, it's usually beliefs. Like if you have the traits and skills, for example, of hard work and focus, and you know, you can sit down and be productive. For most people, it's actually the beliefs about money. So a fast belief I could tell you right now is, let's say someone who lives in India, and the average salary there is like $300. And so when he sees my videos on how to make 10K a month, it doesn't even register in his brain that it's possible for him because no one he's ever known before, no one he ever walks past the street makes 10K a month. Here in India, we don't make 10K a month. That's his belief. Then when I tell him, okay, are there any Indian millionaires? And he starts thinking about all the guys he sees on TVs, the TV shows, the, the, Holly, the Bollywood actors and all those people. He's like, yeah. So like, okay, well, there's people who make millions still in India, first of all. So if they can do it, and then there's probably a bunch of businessmen, and there's probably people who own real estate there, like, there's still a lot of millionaires, just because the average is low, fair enough. But the thing is, like, the average person's fat. So does that mean that we should just think, yep, well, if the average person's fat, we should be fat. So that's just one example of the beliefs. And so Santi, you asked me of the my history of like the success beliefs that I had. 
the the first one was when I started to make money online in um 2020. So I started the same business that a lot of guys here are doing, which was online coaching. And I remember I set up my prices for less than half of minimum wage. So £3.50 per hour. And I'd go on the call with these guys for about two hours. So I was making about $1, just over $1 an hour when I first started like YouTube. And this was because I had the false belief that if you charge a lower amount, it's better in some ways. And a lot of guys have this. A lot of guys sell like as low as possible price because you think that, oh, I'm just getting experience or, you know, like, because then more people will buy it. They're, they're the two one, most ones, right? And what people don't realize, what took me a little while to, it took me a good few months to realize is actually you get the worst clients you actually get less clients, which is so interesting. When you charge less, you get less people buying. It's so fucking interesting. Like today, I just increased the price of Adonis Academy to $9.99 a month, to so $1K a month. Three people have bought it already. Every single time I've increased the price of Adonis Academy, it has not changed. Like this is, this is a belief that all of us have right now. You would assume that if you had a higher price, that like it would drop how many people buy. Maybe a little bit. Honestly, maybe a little bit. About the same, like... Like, sure, like, you know, the first day I released Adonis Academy for 99 a month and 100 people bought it in one day. Sweet, right? So, okay, 100 compared to, like, the three people that buy it per day right now, right? But one, this, you know, this is on the start of the release and everything, but you, when you increase the price, it makes up for the any small difference in, in the quantity of people who buy. And it also means that usually better people buy. And it also means that you have less people that you need to help so you can give each person better, better help. And so I didn't know this at the time. I literally, so I started online coaching as a lot of guys here are actually getting into or, you know, selling products online. And I priced it just affordable. You know, let me get some experience. Let me get some testimonials. That, that shit doesn't actually make that much of a difference. Honestly, it really doesn't. And so when I was like, it actually makes you kind of a worse coach or salesman or makes you a worse product. Because when you don't profit as much, you will not make it into a better product. This is like key belief number one then reversed is that when I started charging more, I actually gave a better service and, and the clients got better results. It wasn't like the opposite way around where you start by charging less and you know, like, and then you, um, you gain the experience or anything. You have to start by charging more. That's when it hits you of like, oh fuck, I've got to give this guy's crazy value that he's paid for. That's like the feeling you've got to have. Every day I'm waking up thinking, man, these guys have paid me quite a lot of money. I've got to make sure that I'm, I'm really helping them. If I, if I, you know, had everyone to a low price, it's like I would have just been slacking right now. Do you know what I mean? I would have been like, you know, I wouldn't have added all the extra stuff that I've added if I just kept everyone at the 99. And this would have been like another thing where I've released where it's just kind of like, you know, it's kind of nice, I guess. Some people have made a nice review for it. Sweet, but do you know what I mean? But now I've, I think Adonis Academy is great because I've, I've been pricing it just constantly higher. So there's a big, big belief is make sure that you price your things so expensive that it gives you this burning desire to make it worth it. Now, if you stop there with a, like, you know, a shit um, productivity, shit, like, you know, laziness and stuff, then of course, like you'll be run out of business. People will be annoyed, they'll ask for refunds and everything. But then you should use that to like actually over deliver on the value. So this was the first key lesson that I learned. And this took me from a few hundred a month 
to more like 1.5 2k a month instantly just from online coaching and i only had like 1000 subscribers the next big lesson i is there anything you want to say about that first no man really please carry on like that that's exactly the level you know like i told you i'm between two and 5k a month in dollars and this is like i'm trying to push it to the next level so very excited to what you're gonna see okay so the next level then so let's say i'm about 2k a month what took me from two to about over 10k a month and this is where a lot of guys are as well or this is where a lot of guys here will be soon what took me from this gap was then the new belief that trading my time for money in especially in one-to-ones is never really going to make me more than a few k a month things are different now like you know i can trade my one-to-one time with someone for 10k an hour for example now it's like oh, yes yeah, we i could make a good amount of money from that but especially back then when you're kind of like a no one nobody it's like you can make a, a, an okay amount 1k 2k a month and maybe you know you can set up some coaching packages and you know some upsells and stuff you can make like a pretty good amount maybe you love that so fair enough but i i wanted to make a fuck ton of money right i wanted to make way more it's, after a while it just becomes a game and it's just fun for you right so then i realized okay now i need to not sell my one-to-one time i need to sell a product so what took me from two to over 10k a month was taking my knowledge and putting it into an online course and then selling that for 197 dollars each and that taught me like the lesson of of um kind of like passive income of, of making money that wasn't tied to my time suddenly i remember that i went on a date with a girl and two of the courses sold i made 400 dollars whilst on a date with her you feel like a G when that happens. And, you know, a lot of times I'd, I'd wake up in the morning and there was a, a sale overnight. And each sale was more than I used to make per week in my full-time job. So that was crazy that, like, suddenly I was making over my night. So my advice here for the new belief of people is if you're making, like, 1 or 2K a month and you feel a bit stuck there, it's probably because you, you're almost working too much to make that money. What you need to do is to do a big chunk of work right now to set up a product that can sell quite passively. Now, passively is a weird word because, for example, with my online course, it's like it's kind of passive, but it's only passive because I'm still mentioning it on YouTube. So it's not totally passive. Like if I disappeared right now, sure, I'd be making passive income from YouTube and stuff. But at one point, it would just keep going down. Right. You know, like everyone's like, oh, where's Hamza and stuff. And after two months and three months and six months and, and one year, it's like, OK, it's went down. So passive income is a lie, first of all. And I actually think it's it's a negative thing, which we'll talk about soon. But from 2 to 10K was make a, make a product that can sell without you. So you can do this in, even in the physical world. You can go through the, the huge hassle of, like, for example, making your own brand of protein shakes. And that can sell without you. And that's how you can go from 2 to 10 to 100 or even 1 million a month. But at least for me, I went into online courses. And so that was really powerful because the, the $200 paycheck per one, especially when I was just mentioning it on YouTube, meant that suddenly I'm making, like... 10k a month another belief that formed there this is when it felt like i was making this course this product and you know i was following a bit of the principles i had learned from um, 100 million offers you know to price it kind of high like i wanted to price it at like literally like 19 dollars because that's what like some other people were doing then I, I put it as 97 then i put it at 197 and i was thinking to myself wait people are gonna buy this like it's just some videos of me I, po I post videos to YouTube. People don't really pay for it. I've recorded like a ton of these fitness vi videos. I put it into a package and people are going to buy this. That's when I realized like if people like you, if you have a good enough sales page, people will buy it. 
literally like this is like a shocking belief to me and, and maybe to a lot of people people will literally buy your stuff bro people will buy your stuff like you know you might like people back then when i released this course and it was 197 dollars and you know so every now and then like some dickhead will comment and he says like oh you know it's too expensive oh you like your um your brand is you know like for young guys for teenagers and stuff like no one can afford that but people were buying it one person was buying it every single day, two or three people. On average, it was selling more than 10K a month. So it's like, yeah, people are buying it. So this is what made me realize, because I stopped for a while and I was thinking, am I in a poor niche right now? My niche is young guys were getting onto self-improvement. They're probably still watching porn, playing video games. No, they can't afford this stuff, can they? Like, you know, I was putting it at 200 pounds. They can't afford this stuff. You know, some teenager, some guy from India messages me, he can't afford it. And I'm thinking like, yeah, this is too expensive. And then I'm like, wait, so why is it selling? And then so something clicked and I thought about this. You see what this is? This is a pair of AirPods Pro. Every fucking 14 year old has one. Every 14, 15 year old has got trainers that are $170. Their whole outfit's like $400. They can buy your stuff. That all these little fucking kids who like to complain and then, oh, you know, it's too expensive for teenagers. No, it's not. Your shoes are worth more than, than what I'm selling here, bitch. You can afford it. Like your parents are buying you shit. You've 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 got trainers that are more expensive than I've ever spent on my life, right? So it's like you've got money, you motherfucker. So you give me it, bro. <laughs> so this belief was, especially for me, was that okay, people have got money to buy. Literally, people have got money to buy. You could even try to target to like guys in India. I'm using this example because a lot of guys from India comment about like my prices and stuff. But there's people who've got like communities who are just based in, in India still for $100 a month, $200 a month. And people are still buying. You know, there's, there's over a billion people in India, bro. And like literally thousands or millions of them still can afford hundreds of dollars a month. Now, this led on to another part of the same realization against so the, you know, there's quite a, a few big beliefs for this period. And this was specifically with my niche, my, um, my business of okay, being like an influencer, YouTuber who's selling to his audience. And it was that you are not trying to sell to your audience. This is what was so, this is actually really valuable for a lot of guys here who, who are you know, like on YouTube as well, right? You are not trying to sell to your audience because you'll get a lot of hate for it and you'll be trying to figure out and think, wait, I, like, you know, that this guy I know from my comments, he couldn't afford this and stuff. No, no, no. This is what really helped me. You are not selling to your audience. You are selling to the few 1% of your audience who are already buying this kind of product from a different creator. So why not you? You see, 1% of your audience are buying some bullshit online. 1% of my audience are buying online courses, communities and stuff. And when I was thinking like, should I make this online course? Is anyone going to buy it? Is it worth it? When I, as soon as I thought that I was like, wait, some of my audience are buying courses from someone else right now. Why the fuck am I not getting in on this? And then I realized, okay, especially with like audience related, you know, social media brands as we've got a lot of guys here who want to get into that. Don't sell to the 99% of people who are watching you sell to the 1% of people who are buying that kind of product already give away a lot of free stuff to the 99% of people. So what, what I mean by this, Ali Abdul has a good phrase where he goes like 99, 99, one, one. And what this means is make 99% of your work for free for the 99% of your audience, make 1% of your stuff incredibly expensive for the 1% of your audience. I love that. That, that works so well. That's why every product I've released since then has been so fucking expensive. I'll be honest. You know why? 
you don't want to sell to brokies. You don't want to sell to poor people. I know that sounds horrible, but you don't want to sell to people who've got money problems. It's logical, right? You know, someone might say this is offensive. You don't want to sell to people who've got money problems. You don't want to sell like anything low priced. A lot of people talk about these low ticket offers and stuff. I've never done one and I make more money than all the people who talk about low, low ticket offers. The reason why there's this, this, this joke that people like to talk about when you sell something for $20, for example, and like, you know, Hustlers University and, um, Sneeko's thing, they're all $50, right? When you sell something for that price, the people who buy it are usually like dicks. They're, they're usually just broke. They, you know, they've bought something for like $20 or $10 or $7 or something. And guess what? Like it's this meme of like, it says like $7 customer and they're replying. Like, so specifically, what do I get in module 1.7? And then it's like $50,000 customer, like with broken English. Hey, bro, send mun. <laughs> and it's 100% true. That's exactly what happens. Like I'm, I'm like the bottom category now for when I buy stuff. I buy a 5K course and I look at it for like two hours. And when the guy emails me saying like, can you record a testimonial? I'll be like, yeah, sweet. Here you go. Oh yeah, it's, it's so good. I joined Ali Abdul's course for $5,000 and I've looked through it for literally about 20 minutes. I'm like, oh yeah, this is kind of nice. Yeah. And I've not looked at it again for like a week. You, when you when you sell to people who have got money, they're, they're way, way better clients. They expect less from you. They give you more. And so the idea is if there is anyone here who's going through their own like social media business, don't think that you're selling to your subscribers. Think that you're selling to the 1% of random rich motherfuckers who are stumbling on your videos, who are buying that kind of product already. And they're buying the product, which is probably genuinely, genuinely take this seriously. It's probably 10 to 50 times how much you're charging right now. And so this 1% of your rich client, like rich subscriber base, they're not going to buy your shit if it's cheap because they're going to think it's a waste of their time. Like if, if I saw, if I see something right now for $7, like some program, I'm not going to buy it because it's probably shit. You know, I, I'm like playing in the game of like, I'm looking for something worth 10 to 50 K. If Alex Samosi made a course and he made it for $7, I'd buy it because I'm a fan, but I kind of hope that he made one for $50,000. I would buy that. So what I'm saying is right now, if you're trying to sell to your audience, make sure you price it really fucking high because the kind of person that you're selling to is used to it being genuinely probably more than 10 times what you're charging right now. Probably more than 10 times. Probably even more than that. Just remember that. So whatever your, your thing is right now, consider charging, like, honestly, I'd say 10 times, you should instantly just go and do that right now. But if I was you, I genuinely would be asking myself, okay, what about a hundred times? Now think about it. Now think to yourself, okay, fuck. Like some guy mentioned, he's got, he sells a course for $29. 10, 10 exit right now without any other thoughts. Literally 10 exit, you'll make more money. You'll get like even probably more sales and everything. No reason not to 10 X what you're, you're selling in price. Literally just instantly, right? But the same guy who's selling this course for $29, I'd even ask him, okay, what if you times it by a hundred and you made it 2.9K? What would you do now? Now what would you do? What would you add into it? And he's suddenly his brain's working and he's like, oh, I, I'd give him this thing and I'd do this thing and I'd do this thing. And I'm like, well, this is how you become like a high level businessman. This is how you become a great salesman. You add in these extra things that you could have done, but that you refuse to do because it was too cheap. You want to price something so fucking expensive that you're literally there. Like you'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, I should do this thing for those guys as well. I should do this thing. That's like your progressive overload. That's like your edge and you're pushing past it to, to be like, okay, this is the level of entrepreneurship I want to go to.
you, you want to get these like you know, want you want that pressure that's that comes from selling something so expensive that you need to make it worth it for them so santi you said you're making like two to five k right now what's the product that you're selling or is it all from adsense when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at bluenile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, it's all online courses which right now I'm waking up to the fact that I'm pricing like a bitch. Like <laughs> I'm pricing like $80 per course and I have three courses and I'm migrating everything to school as a membership, right? So yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to increase my prices like right now. What the fuck? And you know, like one thing that I honestly don't know because I've seen you do this, like I don't know if I should still sell my courses separately from the membership. Like you get all the courses with the school membership, which is what you've done. But do you think it's still worth it to keep selling the other ones as a one-time purchase for a lot of money i was gonna um take mine off but a few people emailed asking for him so like a few people didn't want to join the, the membership and a few guys even asked like they only wanted the course and they wanted it for life so i told them like oh no like it's it's way worth your money to get into the membership but they weren't actually interested so i would leave the course sales up i would make them way more okay. expensive you're selling yeah. it for like 80 dollars each or yeah like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like a like a bitch to be honest. Like I, I sold mine for ninety seven bro, get this right. I priced mine at ninety seven before it was released as a pre-sale just to test if people wanted to buy it. So I was selling yeah. nothing for I was selling nothing, bro, for more expensive than you're selling your product for. <laughs> I literally I sold nothing. Like people paid me ninety seven dollars just to kind of like say that they bought it, but they didn't get anything. It was just a pre-sale. It was just like you know, like what a pre-sale is. People were giving me more money than you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are pricing like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my belief where I suck. Yeah, yeah, okay. Consider, bro, <laughs> you, you could literally take the exact same course, make it $500,497, and honestly, like, think about yeah. it. You would have to sell six copies of your price right now to make up for the new one. Chances are, and you know the, how it all works on conversion rates. Chances are the conversion rate is not going to be six times lower if you six times the price. This is where it gets like interesting because the math is like a little bit complicated, but like it, it's never linear. So if it's 80, like, let's say $100 right now and you make it 1,000, the conversion rate of how many people buy it is never linear to that, so it just matches up or anything. It's usually more like this, where slightly more of an unequal percentage buy the more expensive thing. So, in other words, it's like you literally will just automatically make more money if you literally just price it more. If I was you right now at the lowest level, I would go and make that course 497, like literally right now, 
straight away no no even nothing even changed to it just that then i would even consider okay how could i charge 997 how could i charge 197 1997 for this and i would literally be racking my brain because this is how you become like the high level entrepreneur you sell one of those courses bro one of those top tier ones that's how much you're making per month right now when you have like a you know what's interesting right everyone's conversion rates are going to be roughly different depending on what we sell but usually it's like it's 0.5% of people which means like 200 people see your sales page one in 200 will buy it right for a 1k course but for you right now with this $80 one it's probably like a 1.5% conversion rate so it's like okay 200 people see it you've got three sales you make what $240 1k yep. Like you could go have a look right now and you could you can follow the numbers and you know that's more than what we can say but you can literally look at the data it's always unequal so i'll tell you straight away just increase it literally no like the, there was a guy actually one time when i had my course for 97 and i was in the sauna of my gym and there was a guy who was into online coaching and he was in this marketing space and we spoke about courses and you know he said he has his one he, he charges 1997 right 2k and i mentioned my 97 and he almost looked at me weird and he was like oh what's wrong with it and it, like, it, I knew like the vibe he was getting at. I knew for like, I had read 100 million offers at this point, And I thought I had increased my price getting it to 97. And this guy was charging Fuck. like fucking 20 times more than me. And he looked at me almost with disgust. And he went like, what's wrong with it? <laughs> like, and then literally pretty much the same course, bro. I, I charged five times as much later on in the future. And people started buying it more. You see, people literally want to buy expensive things. Never, ever get this limiting belief like, oh, you know, but some people are broke and stuff. Yeah, sure. Like a lot of people are broke, but a lot of people are fucking rich and they won't buy an $80 course. They'll literally assume that it's shit. And there's a study that Alex Amosi gives in his book. It's simple. Like it's so common to, it's so like obvious that this is how it works is participants enter a room and they're just doing a wine tasting test and they, they showed three wines there's a cheap wine a middle priced wine and an expensive wine and then they're tasting okay which wine's the best and naturally they say the cheap wine is the worst the middle one's the middle and the most expensive wine is the best right it's the same wine all three times they literally just like people assume the value is linear to how much they pay for it so why not just charge higher this is why like you know, you know like the <clears throat> gucci handbags and you know that, that type of shit like you remember always growing up you guys would have heard this like oh you know this handbag's like 2k and you always thought oh that's a scam or like oh like this this guy flew over and he, he had this cheeseburger which was twenty thousand dollars or something but you know like our brokey mindset was like oh man yeah that's gotta be a scam why would you pay for that that's a rip off or something right but the reason why people do it even though it's like it's literally just a cheeseburger it's literally just a handbag the materials for the gucci handbag chanel handbag that my sister always buys the the materials for it cost literally like five dollars but it's because they've just priced it high and they'll always price it high that suddenly okay well since they're not since they're refusing to lower their prices it's worth 2k since you've set your price your course is worth 80 dollars. that's it it's worth 80 dollars. if you increase your price it's worth $500 it's worth what you sell for it and as soon as you've got really one sale then it officially is worth that price and people will literally buy it like it, it's the nature of things so this was the belief that got me from to above 10k 
was realizing that one people will buy shit. It was the AirPod analogy when I just thought, bro, these fucking teenagers have all got AirPods, man. They've all got trainers more expensive than mine. They got money, bro. Like, <laughs> and um, that pricing it higher is um, very important. So then I stayed at like 10k ish 10 15 20k for a while it went up with skillshare but then i got banned on skillshare so it went down you know and i had this belief then for a very long time that this is quite a micro belief so i don't think there'll be many people in the call who really this is relevant for just yet but it will be if you expect to become successful it will be especially in, in social media stuff i had this belief that if i sold more i would be seen as a scammer that it would be a bad thing if I actually tried to make like another product that was good. And so I, for over a year, I was quite scared of selling. I would just very briefly mention it and try all these subtle tactics to, to sell, you know, get them into the email funnel and stuff and, you know, try and do it like in a scared way. Didn't make anything else paid. People would always message me. My staff would always message me and stuff like, you know, oh, here's this idea. We could do this. We could make this course. We, how about this? How about you make an app? How about you make something exactly like Adonis Academy? And I was like, no, no, no with the mind like people are going to call it a scam i was so scared of being called a scammer so this is more once you're like once you have like a brand especially in social media like only really in, in social media when you sell something people kind of think it as like a um you know a lot of stuff's called scam these days which by the way it's like something is only a scam if it's Descri like described differently than how it is and if for example they promise you a refund but they don't give you a refund something like that that's it and like you can't even do that like literally you can't you can't do these things these days and there's no one there's literally no scams out there these days honestly like especially on like the big youtubers like people say iman's a scam and so it's like you can't you you literally can't scam people these days it's literally just not possible you can't you can't not like give someone a refund when they want one they can just charge back and everything so that, that this was just like I was just fear inside of me. So the, the, the belief was one which was fearful, which was if I sell more, people will think I'm a scammer. People will dislike me and people will, you know, like uh, not be happy with this. Right. And so for a long time, I didn't consider any other product. And so I literally just was complacent. I just would mention the few courses I had when, you know, it was somewhat relevant. I'd make the videos and I didn't really feel this extra passion to like work hard because, you know, my, my work task to record seven videos a week only took me like two hours. So for a long time, it's like I didn't give my gift to the world because I was so scared. Like, it, it you know, it sounds bad, but it's like I didn't want to do something like this for free because it takes a lot of my time. And like, you know, I, I knew that like I would like I, I'd done stuff like this for free. I was on Discord every single day doing calls, but I would often just kind of resent it because I felt like I wasn't getting much from it. And I can be wholesome and say like, oh, yeah, but it's, you know, it's it's so nice. Like speaking to people, there's so much benefits that, to that. But it's like if I was making money from it, I would have been way more motivated. You know, like how many how many people here would actually work for free, be honest? Probably not that many, right? Would you just go to the job for free because just because it'll develop your character? Like, yeah, maybe for some time, but you're, you're hoping that you get paid for that shit, right? So not trying to make money was this poor belief that I had inside of me that making money would mean that I was like a bad person, a scammer or whatever, that my brand would be would suffer from it. And this was broken by Andrew Kirby, who when I spoke to him and I, I sent him a screenshot of how much money I was making from the courses, he sent me like a loom video where he was like so excited for me and he was like oh you know making 20k a month from your courses is awesome but you could be making a lot more and he was like so happy about it and suddenly i was just like wait have i just for the last like year of my life just listened to like the fucking brokies the the retards who comments like oh hey bro this is so expensive for me in india or something you know just fucking retards just comment all the time like oh they, you know it, it's 400 dollars. it's got to be a scam or some bullshit like this have i just listened to them instead of like a fellow entrepreneur 
And as soon as I destroyed that belief that selling isn't a bad thing, if anything, it's a fucking amazing thing. Because as soon as I allowed myself to make more money, suddenly I'm working ultra hard, which feels good for me. It feels good for you guys. You guys are getting value. I'm getting value. Capitalism's fucking awesome. I don't know why I was so scared of it for so long. So that was like a very micro thing that, you know, you have to get to a certain level of being like an influencer in the public light to feel that belief. But the one final one I can give, and I think, again, this is going to be relevant to a lot of guys, is passive versus active income. When you look online, every motherfucker wants passive income these days. It's what's cool. It sounds so awesome. How to make, you've seen all these fucking dickheads on like finance YouTubers. How to make $500 a day passively. Like the, the five ways to make passive income. Just shut the fuck up, right? I like, you know, from the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, right? Amazing book, but I took it too far. I was against active income. I was against working hard to make more money. I wanted everything to be passive. I refused to do like the active thing. So, you know, at first I said, okay, like I was trading time for money and stuff like that. You know, I was working hard and, and making the money and then I just wanted to stop doing that. It's like this bell curve where certainly you should not do that to a point where like, okay, you're working all time and you know, you're, you're not growing and you know, I'm spending all day coaching and not making much money. But I realized then looking at Alex Amosi's videos, he, he said once he was like, we need to make, working cool again we need to just like he was like instead of trying to make passive income why don't you just try and make active income and you can make a fuck ton of money that way and it just hit me and i was like oh yeah like i thought i fell down <laughs> the the passive income rabbit hole and only pursued things yeah. that could be passive for so long and i really really like like constrained my growth with that because entrepreneurship's competitive if you want something to be passive, like your course, for example, the thing is there's another entrepreneur who's going to make it active and who's going to do a call with everyone who buys it. His course is going to sell, sell more. We need to make working cool again. And the way to do that is to be capitalist as fuck and to charge high prices for it. So you make a fuck ton of money. So like you feel awesome working on it all day. Cause imagine if I tried to make this passive, how would you guys feel now? If I had like you know, I barely come on it one hour a week if I was doing one call and I was quickly trying to like, you know, and I was annoyed that I had to come and do the work for you guys. It would be a shit product, right? You'd probably cancel after a month if, if you even signed up to begin with. If all I did was just give you some like posts and stuff, which I didn't even reply to and, and you know, oh, you get my courses. Like this is why a lot of people's courses don't actually like, like either sell that much or they don't actually help the client that much because passive like income, it's not as, as good as you think it is because you know what, what actually happened? So this is something that not a lot of guys speak about, but this is what Alex Hamosi said happened to him and it happened to me. I hit the ultimate dream for a lot of guys. I hit 10K a month, 20K a month, 25K a month, and it was passive. I needed to work about two to three hours a week to make that, right? Imagine this. Imagine you're working for about 12 hours a month and you're making 25K a month from that, right? Passive. Oh my God, amazing. Passive that shit right amazing top five passive income right amazing right guess what it was fucking depressing because as a guy we're supposed to work and so i was trying to be productive through the day right but i didn't need to do anything and so i would literally just wake up i still had my schedule and everything and I'd just be bored. I would literally wake up early because I wanted to, I had drive to wake up, right? I'd wake up early. There was no work to do. I didn't need to record any, any, anything else. So I'd literally wake up at half four and just read. And I used to think, like, why the fuck did I just wake up so early to read, man? <laughs> and I think it, it made me a shell of the man that I'm supposed to because like I wasn't working hard or anything. 
it made me despise like working you know i had this attitude like working more was a bad thing i had this attitude that that like I, I had this feeling i wanted to do more like everyone who was close to me my like my staff and my friends i would always say to them like i wish i had more work to do and it only hit me after a year that oh shit well you could you can do work in exchange for money i'm like whoa man that's that's crazy bro <laughs> and then that's when in the last like month or so a lot of joy and purpose and drive has come back into my life and, and i'm making more money so it's like a win-win so the final belief that i think is very relevant to the guys here don't fall down the passive income rabbit hole make the money actively make the money with a fuck ton of active effort because even if you, if all of us were retired right now, sure, you can go and sit pina coladas on the beach and stuff and you can go enjoy yourself. Guess what, bro? If you've got masculine energy inside of you, which you probably do if you're taking you know calls like this and everything and you're driven and you've got goals, just sitting around doing nothing. Like if we all got retired with as much money as possible, we'd still go and work most of the day anyway. Maybe what we do would change because we finally can choose to do that, like that fun project but we'd still be doing something that felt feels like productive and work. Maybe some of us would go into video games, but that's still work in a sense. You're still like in, on the video game, you're still making money. You're still trying to get the kills. You're still trying to level up and grind. I'm asking the man's brain is literally all it cares about is just making progress to goals and just working to goals. And so don't deny that part of you. Like I, I genuinely, like people don't know this, but like I was depressed for months and months and months because I had I, like there was no work that was challenging me. There was nothing for me to wake up for. Every like once a week, I'd record some videos. That was it, and that that used to feel kind of fun. And other than that, I'd waste so much time. I'd literally just be sat there on YouTube Analytics, just like looking at the graph of like the view count. The same one. I've been looking at it every day for like an hour, just killing time. I'd just be like literally just doing bullshit. I'd, I'd journal for like three hours a day. Journaling's awesome. But you can certainly overdo it and you're just wasting time. I'll just be like reading books and stuff. And then I ended up just getting into some bad habits and I'm going out and just meeting so many girls. I was just, just bored. And I, I kept on thinking to myself, I wish I could do more work. I just didn't realize the reason why I felt blocked to do that is because I didn't allow myself to make money from that extra work. Everything in my mind had it had to be passive. And then I finally formed the belief that like, enjoy the passive income that comes but like always focus on the active because you can make a lot more money through the active income. And then at that point, the final thing I can say is just make sure that you, um, the active thing you're doing is something that you actually like care about. That gives you like, you know, the feeling of like flow state and drive and challenge. Thank you so much, bro. Wow. Fuck my life. Okay. So take away just for anyone else here. I'm pressing like a bitch. <laughs> I am Mr. Passive because I think that's that's the goal in life. And there's so much more work that I could be doing that I also enjoy. So right. yeah, man, you just blew my mind. Thank you so much. Mr. Passive is gone. And by the way, like Hamsa, active Hamsa is way better than passive Hamsa. Like I just I just pay for my month of Adonis Academy right now, you know? <laughs> it's amazing. Exactly. One thing that like, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you one final yeah. wrap-up is Because this mixes all of the beliefs we just spoke about, right? So let me, I'll use you specifically as an example. And I think everyone else will be able to benefit in some ways. You've said that you've got a course that's like $80. And I've suggested that you increase the price to stop pricing like a bitch. The idea is increase the price and then put in the active work to make it worth it. You've got a course right now that's $80. 
make it either 500, like, you know, 497 or make it 999, like, you know, $1,000 and then start to really ask yourself, okay, what can I do to make it worth it? Maybe everyone who buys it straight away, I can go onto a one-to-one call with them and ask them like, you know, questions and stuff. And that benefits you because you can think to yourself, okay, like, you know, oh, everyone who's bought it is like, is um, a dropout from university. That's quite interesting. I might end up writing about that. Everyone who's bought it is, is trying to be a YouTuber. That's quite interesting. You know, you write that in the, the sales pitch soon, but that's like, okay, that's one one piece of value. Okay, it's, it's $1,000. How can I make this worth it? I can, um, I'll write an ebook. Okay, let's do that. And I'll, I'll add them to the community thing. And then, I'll, and then I'll do another call with them. And then I'll do this and this and this. And suddenly it's like, okay, you're being a fucking like masculine man who's got work to do. And now it's worth your time because it's not worth your time to do any active work with the $80 sale, is it? Not much. You know, you could, you'd be underselling yourself and stuff. But if you'd made it a 1K, I think you would happily, like for 1K, you'd happily hop on, on a call with this guy and you know, even do two <laughs> calls with him and even message him afterwards. Yeah, fuck. I would even do OnlyFans for that money, man. That's really good. <laughs> this, this, is the way. Man. <laughs> this is the way, boy. Fuck, man. You... Charge a lot yeah, and is. then just outwork yourself, though. Shit, man. That thing that Andrew Kirby did for you, you just did that 10x in my brain. So thanks so much. You're welcome. You're so the best, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you for another great question, brother. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.